It's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ on demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. Obviously, Friday was a hard fail for $5,000. We'll reset the jackpot to $1,000. What time do you want to play for all that money on Monday, Cats? Let's do it at 8.20. Give you enough time to get up, get some of your emails checked, get acclimated, back to work, and then 8.20. Okay, 8.20, set an alarm for that Monday morning so we can get you some do-re-mi. In the meantime, we appreciate you rolling with the podcast. Let's wrap it up. Oh, Felicia, what are you doing today? Where if you won $5,000, you just stop doing it all and go shopping. I wish, but I'm driving to work. All right. Now, we all know that at one point today, we're going to say... But will we say... Without money, or will we say... With $5,000 going towards you. How are you feeling? Nervous. Nervous. All right. Don't be nervous. You just got to give us five simple words. But the first word you're going to give us is either Cat or JJ, depending on who you want to play with. Who do you think gives you the best chance... At winning five thousand dollars here today. Um, let's go, JJ. All right, simple okay. enough. Smart girl. I like the way you're thinking, Felicia. I'm gonna excuse myself from the studio, and when I come back, I'm gonna try and match up your five words with my five words, and hopefully, we can get you a ton of cash. So, good luck. Be smart here, okay? Yeah. All right. Waiting for him to head out. I got your clock and timer ready for you. If you can match up all five of these, girl, you might just have to tell your boss I'm going home early. Okay? (laughs) Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start your clock. First word that comes to mind with each. The first word is basket. Ball. Donnie. Walbert. Lemon. Mouse. You said mouse? Uh, mouse like uh, squeaky, squeaky. Oh, mouse. Yeah. Okay. Mouse trap. And neon. Light. Neon light or lights. I guess we'd take both. All right. Light. I'm going to stop this. He's coming <laughs> in. This is a quick play. This was like uh, Norlin the other day. He just knew. Exactly what word. She was quick with them. I was quick. Quick and logical. I barely forgot that I was on the radio. All right. Felicia. $5,000. You ready to do this? Yep. Are you Are you ready to help her? First word. Mouse. Trap. Good. Yes, 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 yes. All right. He's, he's let's jacked. go. Let's go. Let's go. Donnie. 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 I got to go with my first thought. Don't don't go with my first thought. I, I don't know to. what your first thought was. Donnie Wahlberg. Ah, uh, yes, no, that is, is that it? it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! All right, we got two. Let's go with um, let's go with basket. Basketball. That is correct. Yeah! Oh my god! Yeah! Oh my god! Let's go! You know I saved the last two. Oh, I'm juiced. Let's go, Felicia. You're what? I'm juiced. I'm ready. Okay. Is that what the word was? Juice? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, lemon. Oh. It's got to be lemon juice if you said that. 
I might have given you. Yeah! <laughs> yes, what a way! Let's go! Only because this last word is a big deal. Okay? You have, you have this is the second time this week we're at this position here. Four out of five. Your last word is neon. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even look. I can't even look. Neon. Okay, I'm not going to go with my first thought here because I don't know how long Felicia's been listening, but when we started the show, right before we started the show, we played Neon Trees. And I know, I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go... <laughs> I can see your heart in your throat. I won't, uh, I'm not going to go with my first because I don't think that's what she said. What's your first? My first was Neon Trees okay. because we played that song earlier, but I know she's not going to say Neon Trees because they only had that like one big radio hit. Felicia, are you dying right now? <sighs> yes. Okay. <laughs> neon. Neon Gas. What the hell is Neon Gas? Oh, is that not it? Neon Gas. Neon is a gas. JJ Holiday. What is Neon Gas? Neon I've never gas. heard that in my neon life. Neon Gas is what's in a neon sign. Did she say? Did you say sign? No. I said light. Oh. Neon lights. I would have taken sign, lights, bright. He says gas, Felicia. That's what it is. It's an element. Oh, my God. How was your Thursday? What'd you do? Uh, it was good. I went and met a friend for lunch in Waite Park, so that was nice to get caught up. And then uh, Liam is going to be golfing a lot more this summer uh, because he is not going to be doing baseball. So I'm like, go be active with your friends. Ian Becker, is that yeah. the, the chosen golf course? I like that spot. Yeah, he does the local nine, so we got him a membership uh, for him. Because yeah, when they do those youth memberships, they're doing a good job with that. I know yeah. uh, courses that do uh, a youth membership. I mean, uh, what better way, if that's your business, to get people? I mean, golf is a very addictive sport. Mm-hmm. And if you are somewhat successful and you learn the game, and even if you're horrible like me, you can have a lot of fun doing it. So if you get them started early, that's a good idea. It was kind of weird last year just to see him grow up even a little bit more. Like he and his friends, he he would do the local nine. And then they would go to the clubhouse for some lunch. <laughs> and, but I'd always have to check with the waitress because I go there with my friends and I don't want them to have a, a sour feeling towards me. So the kids would not look at the menu and then subtract like five bucks for a tip. They would use all their money. Like I'd give him a 20. A he'd, he'd buy $19.50 worth yeah. of food. So I'd always have to go in and say, what was the deal? How much do we owe you for a tip? But um, either way, they have a lot of fun that I went... Like so anyway, got them golf outfits at Once Upon a Child. They had like um really nice Nike the dry fit yeah. uh, polos and then some cool Under Armour shorts and uh, walked for three miles and then did Liam's closet so I can bring stuff to Once Upon a Child and get rid of that stuff. And then we started watching Love is Blind. Oh my God, you and Trisha have to watch it. Love it is blind. the funniest stuff. It's season six. I've never watched an episode Are they ever. Real blind people looking for love. No. Oh. Now that would be entertaining. Well, that's but what I was thinking right away. It's kind of like that. They're separated by this partition. You can't see anybody on the other side, but you sit there with your notebook and you have questions. It's the dating game. It's the old school dating game. Yeah. You're dating them through whatever. And there's like 12 guys, 12 girls, and they just cycle through all these partners to see who you have a be- the best fit with. You have 10 days to make a fit. Do you? Oh. And then you have to get days. married in four weeks. 
Like you have to make a connection. I remember hearing about this. So in like a few days, we're going to see them finally see each other for the first time. And I, I got a spoiler on my Facebook reel, the face this guy makes when he sees the person that he's been talking to this whole time. I'm like, that is horrible. That's horrible to think like, oh, it's, God. It's really not because attraction is love at first sight, right? You know what I mean? Like, you, I, I think it would be difficult if you're not physically attracted to someone. I think so, to, too. And it's just part of it, man. That's human nature. Like, you can't change that. Yeah, one of the girls was, like, all put off that he was, like, you know, you know, physical attraction is a big thing for me. So it's like, you're great. I love your personality, but I have to be attracted to you too. And she was like, excuse me. Why do you think that your Instagram reels don't have a bunch of interesting, ugly people on them? Right. It's because we're attracted to good looking things. But even this first episode, the plot twist at the end, I grabbed Derek's chest. He grabbed my (laughs) arm. I'm like, we need to be videotaped watching this show because I could not believe the plot twist at the end of this. Was this on Netflix? Yes. Totally worth a watch. Very good show. How long are the episodes? Uh, About 50 minutes. Nope. Do it while you're walking. I can't. Or riding your bike. Can't. With your fake Peloton friends. Uh, <laughs> I do have a bunch of fake Peloton friends. You do friends. call them your friends. They, it's well, funny. They are. They're supportive. Okay. They support me more than my morning show co-host does. <laughs> uh, listen, yesterday, two big things happened to me. Uh, number one, went to St. Ben's to see my daughter. and She's leaving for um, Spain today. We're going to take her to the airport, and she's going for spring break for like seven so days. So fun. And, uh, and so we went out there last night and uh, and had dinner with her and her roommates and if you go to my Facebook page and you see what's in their shower, not one single person can believe that is a girl's shower. Three girls in that shower, and that's how they live. They're it is hamsters. Freaking nasty. All right. And they're all clean, bubbly girls. But then I think there's a certain little darkness behind when the door shuts. Yeah. Like there's something. But then I go, when I was a sophomore in college, it was 50 times worse than that. So I don't really get mad about that. And then last night I got home real quick. Uh, Nolan wanted to hit in the cage. I feel so sorry for him. Like he's 16 and uh, and we buy him good batting gloves so that he can hit as much as he wants. He's got these big ass blood blisters on his hands and stuff because we've been you know hitting so much trying to get ready for the season. I took another one off the shoulder no. last night. And here's the deal. When, when I'm behind the L screen, uh, I'm right handed. So I try and get around it. And I try and make it so that, you know, I can, I throw well. And I'm, I've had him a thousand pitches this week already. My arm is like jello. But he rocketed one back. And I'm telling you, it caught me in the shoulder. But if it hit me in the face, you'd be doing the show alone really? for the rest of your life. The, it's it's coming off the bat at 100 miles an hour. And I'm 26 feet away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die. That's going to be, now I realize that's the way you go out. You start getting to a certain age, you know, like, Will I die of old age? Will cancer get me? Maybe I'll uh, get in a car accident. No, this is clearly the way I'm destined to go out is a baseball right to the face. Okay. Well, uh, it, final destination. It hit me so square. And I was like, my God. And he just goes, <laughs> That is a lifelong you telling him to oh rub some dirt God. on it. That cackle, that is coming back That's tenfold. exactly what he did. He goes, you going to rub some dirt on that or yeah. what, old man? And I'm like, my Good morning, Sarah. How are you today? Oh, good. Good. good is good. it is it Sarah with an A or an H? Without an H. So with an H. Good, good. Yes, hello, my name is Sarah. Yes. That's Sarah with an H. Let's go. Too bad if you don't like that, because haters gonna hate. That's what I thought. All right, so uh, Sarah, <laughs> no, you are. Uh... Sarah, Sarah without an H. <laughs> no, with, with, an, an, H? with an H? Yes. Good, hello, good. my name is Sarah. Yep. That's Sarah with an H. Always. Too bad if you don't like that, because haters gonna hate. All right, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> 
appreciate you being on the show. Uh, you're a you're a Taurus, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Taurus, what is what is uh, Sarah's uh, horoscope looking like, Kat? <laughs> Sarah, your star rises, elevating your popularity while expanding your social reach. Just be mindful to guard against anyone who seems to be too good to be true. Setting boundaries is going to be therapeutic for you. Expect the unexpected with the matters of the heart. Oh. And then also close out the day on a lighter note and dissolve any reestablished uh, conflict. So they say go out in harmony. Any conflict that you've been dealing with, maybe try to cover that before the night ends, okay? Okay. Have you had any conflict this week? Oh, uh, yeah. That's what my thought. Well, can you tell us what? about it? Who are you fighting with? Yeah, what's their name and where do they live? Um, well, just a bunch of kind of drama. Just trying to figure, I don't know, just trying to figure out what I'm trying to do in life and... All that. Okay. I got you. All right. Well, then maybe this will help. As we read your tarot, we might be able to give you a little guidance here. This is a pretty good card while you are on hold. The Three of Pentacles, which hasn't been drawn for a while, stands for praise, recognition, and completion. Ooh. So this could be completion of a dramatic era. Or the journey of finding out what your life is supposed to be all about. It could happen today because you called us. Yeah. Yeah. So blessed. I hope so. All right. Hey, Sarah, I hope you have a great right, weekend. Thank you. And think about adding that H so we can play this every time you call. Yeah. Okay? Hello, my name is Sarah. Do it. Sarah with the H. Uh-huh. Too bad if you don't like that, because haters gonna hate. All right, let's move over to Hillary. Hello, Hillary. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm great. Is that Hillary with an H? It is. Okay, good, good. Uh, <laughs> let's, get, let's get to yours. You're a uh, cancer, correct? I am. All right, Kat, what's it looking like? Okay, Cancer for Hillary stands for being mindful not to rush attachments, protect your vulnerable side, direct focus towards your professional ambitions, and connect with a mentor that can guide you towards success. And then it says avoid dramatic displays within your friendship circle or online. Does that kind of ring true to you, (laughs) Hillary? Do you have dramatic friends? I have a... Well, kind of. Wait, why, <laughs> you what, are you, what? what are you holding back? <laughs> oh, family. I have dramatic family. Don't we all? That's what I thought. Don't we all? Right, what's, uh, what are you pulling out of the tarot deck for her? All right, tarot for Hillary. Uh, the Six of Cups, which stands for nostalgia, innocence, and old flames, Hillary. Ooh. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm married. Oh. Does he that know that? Matter. That's what I thought. You can have an old flame come back into your life. The amount of old flames cats brought onto this show after she's been married is intoxicating. False. False. <laughs> anyway. right, well, there you go. That uh, should be a good weekend, basically, well, is what we'll we're have telling to you. find out. Yes, we will. Get a girl. Have a great weekend. You too. Take thanks care. so much. Uh, all right. We got time for one more, real quick. And, and your real birth name is Heaven, right? Yes, it is. That's what's on your uh, that's what's on your birth certificate. That's a great name. And, that's uh, the backwards. <laughs> Did you know yes, that? Yes, it is. It's Imon forward. Wrong. Oh, never mind. Oh, Wrong Naomi. name. Naomi. Uh, and you're in Aries heaven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Trust that prosperous opportunities are on the horizon. Oh. I love when horoscopes start like that. So uh, if it's something that you've been looking out for, waiting for, or not planning, it could happen. Also, you may feel slightly annoyed by your peers, like I do daily, uh, but do your best to play nice. Harmony can be found, especially when you lean into your support uh, network. 
And it says, make sure that you text a bestie today for a good laugh. Watch out for financial disagreements, keeping tabs on your own spending. But then dreamy vibes are going to prevail as midnight. Is that like the fattest horoscope there was today? You do quite a roller coaster. Nice. Well, sounds about right. Yeah. That's what I shuffled the uh, deck of tarot cards here. And the one that popped out while you were on hold was strength. So that's a good one. Determination, conviction, and power. You don't sound like that's really too (laughs) dialed in there, Heaven. I mean, uh, you know, the Aries that I feel like I'm like the opposite of what the Aries should be. But I would never want to be an Aries ever in life. Why? What's wrong with Aries? Everything. Friday, Employee Appreciation Day. But how about those employees that strictly don't do anything? They are just absolute wastes of space. How do you feel when they get rewarded? That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go, guys. I want to talk about your first day, maybe your first week of work and the horrible thing that happened. Now, here's where the story starts. We go to all these, uh, like most businesses, you have your little conventions where you get together with your peers and you come up with new ideas or you you know kind of share ideas and stuff like that. So this was like six, seven years ago. I was at this radio conference and met this girl and she was in radio at the time and I've kind of just exchanged emails and text messages throughout the years with her. She got this gig as, and she comes from a really small town somewhere in Pennsylvania, like one of these almost half Amish cities. Okay. And she got this gig as the, she's the lead morning weather girl at one of these San Diego radio or uh, television stations. Now it was her first day at work last Monday. She gets to work at 5 a.m., Two hours later, an arsonist walked by the station and set fire to a car and a couple others. Oh, my God. Okay, everyone's safe. Everything was all right. But her first day of work in a big city, she had worked in like moderate to decent sized cities up till then. Yeah. She moves to the big city and they say San Diego is the best place in America to live based on all of the criteria and stuff like that. I was thinking about that. Is that a sign from above that maybe you shouldn't have taken that job? Or is that just crap luck? Um, I wouldn't take that as a sign. It didn't happen to me. No, I mean, for her, though. Well, she moves, to the, saying, she like, moves to the big city, and all of a sudden somebody starts her car on fire. Oh, I thought it was just a car. No, no, no. It hers. was her car. It was hers and then two other cars. <laughs> but it was her her first day. She walked into work, and less than two hours later, they're like, why is it so noisy outside? Where are all these sirens coming from? Yeah. They walk out. <laughs> they realize three cars had been set on fire, and hers was the first one. And when hers kind of blew up a little bit, it started the other ones on fire. A little chain of a, uh, They find out it's some guy, some guy that's just uh, whacked out of his mind on whatever drug, lighting cars on fire. Right there, I already feel good. It wasn't an incident that was meant for me. Oh, she wasn't targeted. Yeah. If that were the case, I'd be like, oh, my God, where did I move? This is going to be a rough go at it. But it was a random act of arson. So I thought, what would be the worst thing that could happen to you on the first day of work? Maybe the first week of work. And I threw this up on our Facebook page right away. Jess said, on my uh, third day of orientation, I stepped off the curb into the parking lot of my workplace, broke my ankle in three places. Okay. Then I was out of work for two months. So when I started at Rainforest Cafe, you know, I started off as the mascot Cha-Cha, the green tree frog, Mm -hmm. and I had to change. They didn't have a designated changing area. I had to change amongst the... The novelty souvenir cups, which were like in this big closet, and somebody opened the door as I was getting into the outfit, and the outfit was so hot 
that I just wore like a bra and then like leggings or pants or whatever. And I had the grossest, ugliest, dingiest bra on and uh, he opened it and, and saw me. So that was that was the second day I worked there. Kendra says, I slammed the manager's dog's head in the door <gasps> on our first time meeting. Oh, my God. Check this one out from Serena. First day as a server. The kitchen manager kept asking if I was single and wanted to hook up. He knew from the interview I hadn't worked recently due to my boyfriend's passing away literally days before. Oh, my God. He said, quote, I could help you heal. Gross. Jordan that, says my cat, my cat died on my third day of my new job. Okay. Wendy, my first day as a 911 dispatcher. My husband got pulled over for speeding. I was oh. so embarrassed. Bummer. Let's get to Nicole's story because this is the one I really wanted to get on the radio. Tell everybody what happened. Uh, so I started at a new school. I'm a high school math teacher. Okay. And our very first faculty meeting, I, you know how you tell the students not to lean back in their chairs? <laughs> well, I totally did that, and I fell back, and I got stuck between my chair and the wall. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Did people say, like, Oh, it's okay. Oh, no. They all looked at me just very concerned. <laughs> and I was laughing, and I had to have somebody help me get up. And then I realized that I was the only one laughing, and everybody was just staring at me. Awesome. What a great Aww. first impression. Let's get to Lister Bingo. What are you looking for this morning? All right. Bingo uh, looks like, and uh, you got all your shots, right? Is yeah. that a question I can ask go, work, sure. but you know it's retro and you know how things come back around and it's real popular now at an elementary school in Weston, Florida? The measles! My face is polka dots My face is covered with spots How many are there? Lots I've got the measles So they found a case and uh, now they're trying to deal with it but I want to know for my bingo you've had a super strange illness like if you said you had it it's a long name. Someone would say, well, explain it. What is that? Or you had something kind of rare that nobody really ever has. I feel that we know more. And maybe it's just because I'm older now. But like when I was in my 20s and 30s, I had no idea what most illnesses were. Mm-hmm. But now they became so public, whether it was the H1N1, obviously with COVID, like everybody it seemed like they're doctors now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Internet doctors. So you're looking for anyone listening who has had like a really odd. Yeah. Strange illness, illness that you've dealt with. Uh, I'm going to look for anyone listening who has a defined style. Like I realized when I was getting dressed this morning that like my wife buys me almost all my clothes. But my defined style is either like Fabletics or I got some, uh, I like these Lulu pants, but yeah. I don't wear jeans anymore unless it's a meeting. Mm-hmm. And I used to wear like dress pants. Yeah. Uh, unless it's a funeral or a wedding, not a friggin' chance. What would you call my style? Yours is, uh, I would call it. <laughs> I-D-A-G-F. Yeah. Kind of. That's kind of it. Jason, which one do you fit, man? Who's going to get the bingo here, Cat or myself? I'm going to give it to Cat. All right. Okay. So let's talk about what you got going on, man. It's a little bit different, a little bit odd. What do you got? Uh, so when I was 24, I was diagnosed with a disease called aplastic anemia. Okay. Uh, it affects about one to two people out of a million. And basically, my bone marrow stopped making white blood cells, red blood cells, and platelets. So I stopped making blood, which is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So have you had to have like blood transfusions throughout your life? Or what, what does that mean for your everyday life? Do you suffer? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, like I said, I'm I'm old like JJ now, closing in on 50. But uh, back in the day, um, 
it was kind of a death sentence, uh, but they did an experimental treatment on me at the U. Uh, my sister, uh, the actual treatment back then was a bone marrow transplant, kind of like leukemia. Okay. Uh, but luckily, the experimental treatment worked. Here I am uh, 25 years later and still kicking some butt. Amazing. So it's been 25 years, and you said it was kind of a death sentence when you got it. Um, do you keep up with, with other people that have had this, and uh, are they faring as well as you are with today's technology and medicine, or is it still pretty nasty if you get diagnosed now? <laughs> a lot better um you know i mean you know medicine keeps evolving so um you know like the people that have bone marrow transplants they are that is more successful and they're being able to have people with not perfect matches and fight the graft versus host disease and other things uh, so people are surviving that also the, the medicine that's come along um the treatment that they used on me was just being developed um and so why it was so bad is back Back then, if you were over the age of 50, you could not have a bone marrow transplant. Oh. That's not the case anymore, but they still have these uh, medicines now that help. So, How does it affect you on, the, on a daily basis, Jason? You know, right now it doesn't. I'm really fortunate. Um, I get my blood counts about every six months, so we just watch what's going on. But other than that, I live a normal life. Anything you do with, with diet or exercise or anything that's like an alternative kind of deal that, that helps you maintain, or are you just living a regular life? My teenage boys are laughing at, at that comment right now about diet and exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Think about this. I want to. I want to give you a little bit of a scenario, and then I want you to tell me what your next move would be. All right. Shoot. I just want to know what's the next move. Ooh. Let's say this summer your sixty-five-year-old neighbor okay. and her husband are having a rummage sale because they're going to downsize. They're retiring. They're moving to Scottsdale. Okay. They're selling off everything. They're going to start fresh there. This literally happened last summer. That's so weird that you said that. You walk next door, Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. got nothing going on. Hey, how's it going? Hope you guys have a great move. Going to miss you in the neighborhood. And you start looking through the stuff that they're selling in their garage and in their driveway. And you run across... From the heart of the black country... When I was a robber in Boston. You run across an original press of the Beatles' first album. Do you tell them how much it's worth? You realize as you grab your phone and turn your back that this is worth at least $10,000. God. They've got a sticker on it that says $7. That's their first year of rent in the RV plot that they're going to be at in Scottsdale and you don't tell them honest answers honest you have no they're just neighbors they're not even friends they've got a $10,000 Beatles record sitting there and the sticker says $7 why don't you just go take an orphan's Halloween candy what's your no 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 no. what's your next move they are a protected class a lot I (laughs) I What's your I next would move? tell them. I would tell them. I would. Well, at least I would make mention like, oh, my gosh, you guys are selling this for only seven dollars. Then if their wheels aren't turning fast enough, like, oh, give me that. That was a mistake. So they can do their own research. Then maybe that's your find. But I would at least put the effort out there that you should not be selling this for seven dollars. I struggled with this this morning when I was thinking about this. I would like to think. 
since I'm in the public eye and I'm a father of three mm-hmm. and I'm an employee of a Catholic private school on the side that I would go, guys, this is worth $10,000. But I also realize that I'm a man of opportunity. And sometimes I believe the good Lord works in mysterious ways. And I might go, you know what, guys? I hope you have a great time in Scottsdale. Here's 20 bucks. I really appreciate it because I love the Beatles. Here's 20 bucks. I'll take my 9980 Deuces. I also believe that I'm in the majority here of people who would... Not just give $7, but give a little extra, mm-hmm. but probably say they should have looked up the value of this. That might be true, but in the chaos of moving your entire life and starting a new phase, a new chapter, maybe they didn't have time to Google how much this is worth. And so you're going to walk away with all that money. Part of me would feel bad because I'm taking advantage of a senior citizen. You wouldn't even go like this neighborly thing. Let me gas up your RV for you. Maybe, maybe. But I don't think I'd let them know that it was worth $10,000. A lot of people will go to uh, the bins or Salvation Army and they'll find something. They don't go to the guy at the Salvation Army. Yo, these Jordans are worth $4,500 when I clean them up. You're going to give them to me for three? Nobody does that. But for some reason, we've got this moral compass that if it's your old neighbor, you should be telling them, right? I mean, the right thing to do is to tell them. Right. I don't know if I would do the right thing at this spot. I do a little bit of the right thing just by men- mentioning it to them. And then it's up to them it's in their court. John right away texts in, no way i tell them. You'd just take it and run, huh, John? Part of me says, you made it to 65. Be happy that the Lord has blessed you in this many ways. You don't need that Beatles album anymore. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? I mean, just be honest. I'm not looking for a big thing here, and I'll keep you completely anonymous, but ju- except for John. Uh, but just, will you text in? What would you do? What would be your next move? You have a garage sale. You put out all your baseball cards. What if you thought you sifted through and found that Mickey Mantle signed rookie card that's worth tens of thousands of dollars? I don't think I'd expect you to tell me that it was worth tens of thousands wow. of dollars. I don't think I'd expect that. But what's your, and take all of it out. What's your next move? Sitting in front of you for $7 is something you could spend on the internet next week for $10,000. Would on me for expecting too much would from you, humanity, I you guess. You didn't do the right thing either. You did a little bit of the right I thing. I did a little, at least I did a little bit of the right I thing. I would have given, hey, if I gas up their RV, that's the right thing. And I would send them a Christmas gift. <laughs> so you're still up $9,800. <laughs> 